0: Just after nine o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM, and coming up at nine thirty is the Sunny Melindras Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by God and Our Dogs.com. And this is Bernie. I'm Radio. Dr.
1: Sarah Stewart, the owner of Sibilo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. Join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CiboloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Sibilo Family Medicine, sibiloFm.com
0: This is Chrissy from Sibilo Creek Vet Hospital. Our mission is to provide your pet the latest in veterinary medical care in a compassionate, family-oriented setting. Our staff specializes in caring for your pet, from providing preventative care to diagnosing and treating an accident or illness. We are located at 150 Herfringe Boulevard, behind the Valero. Check us out at com or call 830-816-5123. We would love your pet to be a part of our family.
2: Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs.
0: Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodAndOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer.
1: Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and our dogs brings aha moments. Aha moments transform us as we see ourselves from God's perspective. Trusting and relying on God renews, creates, and elevates our lives. You can find us at godandourdogs.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Got In Our Dogs, we actually have four guests today in a theme pack. Shows featuring guests from previous Got In Our Dog shows with similar themes and topics. Our guests today, in order of appearance, are Raymond Lunsford, owner of the Dinger Trading Company, Agnes Hubbard, executive director of Hill Country Daily Bread Ministries. Marissa Klein, veterinarian with Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital, and Curtis Bissonette with Valero. Have you ever thought about following a leader? At some point in all our lives, we have a parent, teacher, mentor, or a coach we admired and wanted to follow. What can our dogs teach us about leadership? The theme for today, Follow the Leader. You will hear some interesting life leadership stories and lessons from our dogs today. Some are funny, some result from the dog's breed, and others inspire through faithfulness. Our dogs follow us and give us a glimpse of how to follow God. And we begin with Raymond Lunsford today with a story about a childhood
0: dog, Rowdy. As we were growing up, uh, this was... Probably when I'm, um, I don't know, a freshman or a sophomore in high school, we had a dog named Rowdy, a German Shepherd. And that dog, in the morning, we had a two-story house, and all of us kids were upstairs. Mm-hmm. So every morning, and it was about, I'm going to say, 6 o'clock, maybe earlier than that because we had to catch the bus, Dad would let Rowdy in the house. He's an outside dog, but he'd open that door. Of course, the dog was more frisky in the morning, and he'd say, go wake the kids up and uh, you could hear that dog running up the stairs it sounded like a horse running up the stairs <laughs> broom, broom, broom. and he'd come into my room first cuz it was the first room on the right and then he'd go into the other four bedrooms upstairs and wake each of us up and that was our wake up call
1: i'm trying to picture what that was like did he did he nose you did he put his paw on you what did he do to wake you up
0: he usually just uh, nosed us uh-huh. and went but in went into every room and yeah. uh, and, and did that and and then went to the next one.
1: Well, I can just imagine on a cold morning having a cold dog nose. That would wake you up pretty quick.
0: <laughs> he would get us up. He got us up.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it makes me think about routine. You know, here you have an outside dog, and he got to come in every day to wake you up, and he did it with such enthusiasm.
0: Oh, yes. He had a personality. One time I can remember him going by Mom and Dad's room, and, and they had a king-sized bed, and He was laying up there on the bed, sound asleep, like that's where he's supposed to be, but that wasn't where he's supposed to be.
1: (laughs) Not for an outside dog. (laughs) If I were your mom, I think I would have been having fits (laughs) at that time. Could have been a white bedspread or something, a muddy dog on it. You can just see it. Well, you know, the way he approached it with such energy and enthusiasm, and I don't usually put routine in with those words, uh, makes me think a little bit about that. Um, And how we approach life. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So um, I think one of the Psalms talks a lot about learning more about the Lord. It makes me think about that. Do I approach His Word and learning more about Him with that kind of energy and enthusiasm that Rowdy had?
0: Yes. I think that's a good example. Um, I believe, and my my dad taught us this that we read the bible every day Mm -hmm. and uh, he always got up in the morning and watched the sun come up and would read his bible and so as children have do the same thing i do that every morning
1: rowdy led five kids out of bed each morning with energy enthusiasm and a cold nose he made everyday life anything but routine if you want to hear more of raymond Lunsford's stories go to godinourdogs.com slash listen, and his show is number 117. Now, let's hear from Agnes Hubbard, Executive Director of the Hill Country Daily Bread Ministries, and hear about the watchful and focused eyes of her grand dogs. I think one of the things is
2: that, I don't know whether it's a lodge dog thing, but uh, they're very protective, and especially the healer. Uh, He he has his mission in life is to God me uh, day and night, um, even when I'm cooking or anything. I mean, he's right there. And uh, so I have to reach over him to do anything on the stove. He will wedge himself between the stove and my legs. Oh, my. And he'll stand there for an hour, if necessary, watching. And then I'll go sit on the couch. And even if the cat comes up to me, He'll, he'll herd him away from me, and he'll just sit there and guide me from anybody in the house, which is quite annoying to everybody uh-huh. in the
1: household. Yeah, I bet it is. Cause it's <laughs> like, what if one of your sons wants to give you a hug or something? It's yeah, like...
2: well, his owner, my middle, son, middle child, can. Uh, that's his dog, and he's constantly complaining, Mom,
1: stop petting him. He's my dog. Uh uh (laughs) Well, obviously, they love you because they can count on you, and they're grateful for you. So what kind of picture does that paint uh, in the bigger view of life? Well, I think I love the way
2: whenever I do something, they constantly watch me and see where I'm going next. So it, it, it doesn't seem to bother them that I'll get up and go to one room, and they'll all get up and follow me, even the cat, to that room. And then I feel guilty because I only wanted to be there a short time, that they've rested. Now they're getting up and following me to the next room, and I feel like I got to stay there a while to, you know, reward them for the effort, but they don't mind. And so they're always looking for where I'm going, and I think that's a great picture of what God wants us to do. He wants us to watch for him and listen for him and see where we are to go next and
1: follow him. That's a pretty high level of engagement, though. Is that a challenge in life? Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Have you found anything that helps you overcome those challenges so that, uh, you know, the world always seems to get in the way? You know, there's always a meal to cook or uh, chores to do around the house or going to work helping a lot of other people and focusing on other people's needs. Uh, So in that kind of level of a job that you have, even you have to have something in yourself to be able to give it away. So what kind of things do you do to maintain that level of engagement with God? Well, I think prayer is so important that we
2: stop and and we commune with him and, and he has been faithful to, Um, reveal himself, and I I think one of the important things that um, we can do is allow us ourselves to get to the point where we are surrendering our time, because a lot of times it's about giving things or doing things, but we often don't want to surrender our time, and Mm -hmm. just being still and listening, and I found that he is very faithful to give me a direction. He'll drop a thought. He'll drop an idea. Um, We ask, we have to ask for that from him. Wisdom, please tell me where you want me to go next and then be willing to do it. I think that's the the next challenge is, is getting to the point where even if it doesn't sound like something you want to do, that you out of obedience and trust actually do what he's telling
1: you to do. How much we can learn from our dog's desire to be in tune with us so they don't miss a thing. If you want to hear more from Agnes Hubbard, go to godandourdogscom slash listen. And her show is number 118. I'm Sandra Coyle and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer.
0: Discover a new perspective.
2: God and our dogs. God and our
1: I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting, to staging and photography, to marketing, and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com.
0: This is Art Humphreys, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer.
1: We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our show is a theme show today called Follow the Leader. We are featuring stories and insights from four of our previous guests. Our guests in order of appearance are Raymond Lunsford, owner of the Dinger Trading Company, Agnes Hubbard, executive director of Hill Country Daily Bread Ministries, Marissa Klein, veterinarian with Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital, and Curtis Bissonette with Valero. Before the break... We heard from Raymond Lunsford and Agnes Hubbard. Our next guest is Marissa Klein, veterinarian with Sibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Marissa's overall lesson from her dogs and the many dogs she sees each year is purpose. I think over the years um, with treating different kinds of dogs,
3: I mean, it really comes down to what the purpose is for them. And it comes from God. I mean, God has a purpose for dogs, cats, other animals, obviously, um, that he created. Um, Dogs have, uh, like our family dog and what she does for us, but there's obviously dogs with jobs, whether it's herding, whether it's military, it's king places. And so I think God has created them for a purpose.
1: Well, speaking of purpose, we can obviously see a lot about God in that because I believe we're all created with a purpose and with gifts and so forth. Tell us a little bit about your journey. You alluded to that yeah. um, at the beginning. How did you end up as a veterinarian? Obviously
3: through, through God because of God, um, but I didn't realize it at the time. It's all hindsight's twenty twenty. But I was not your typical veterinarian in wanting to, or I didn't have a lot of animals growing up. Um, that a lot of veterinarians did and that's what drove them to become veterinarians. I started out in a completely different field. Um, I love science, I love biology, um, but it wasn't until a bird, one of my birds broke her wing and having her treated by a veterinarian that Kind of planted a seed, Uh and that just started a pathway to becoming a veterinarian. But it still took quite a few years before I felt confident enough, or felt like it was what I needed to do, or what I wanted to do in the end. So, but it was a journey to uh, to get there.
1: It's interesting to talk to people about their their life story because many times it's not a straight line. Is that a problem? Never.
3: Yeah, it's definitely not a problem. I mean, I I thought a long time ago I was going to get married and have kids and that was going to be my life, but no, that's not the way it went. And again, it's, as I look back, you know, I start I out in Colorado and then Iowa, Colorado, Chicago, San Antonio. I mean, it, I never, ever dreamed I'd be living in Bernie, Texas. I expected to be back home in Colorado, but I keep, I'm just so blessed to be here and, and the people that God put in my path and obviously what I get to do every day. Mm-hmm. It's just
1: awesome. So, you know, it's interesting as people get older, and they want to change careers, so many times they think, oh gosh, you know, that's all water under the bridge. But a lot of times it becomes like an, an endorsement that you've really thought about this and you, you want to get involved.
3: Right. I mean, even my veterinary school class, when, I mean, I was, I was leaving research. I mean, I did, I was a research technician for a long time and I had a classmate that was an engineer. I had a classmate who was a computer software engineer. I mean, there's a lot of people that it became their second career. I remember a gentleman was a uh, helping his daughter do a, something for high school. I guess they're researching careers, and he was military, and but about to retire. And she was looking at veterinary medicine. And he goes, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And so he himself went to vet school. Oh, wow. And then, How yeah. unexpected. It, exactly. You just never know. where God does give us a purpose. It's, sometimes it's hard to see that and find that purpose for mm-hmm. what he wants you to do and how he wants you to be. But in the end, it's all glory to him in the end. Oh, and
1: yeah. Well, how did you see God at work in that Zigzag pathway. <laughs> I mean, people say, well, yeah, God led me. So, what did that look like
3: for you? I certainly, at the time, I wasn't going to church, even. I, I was, you know, at the time living in Chicago. And working as a research technician and, you know, again, my bird broker wing. And that kind of started me on a path to get involved in veterinary medicine and, and working at a, at a clinic. But it was never like I sat down and prayed and like, dear God, what do you want me to be? What do you want me to do? God was not a part of that conversation at all. And so really, as, as I've gone through this profession over the last 18 years, sometimes I've questioned. But then when I look back and see how I got to here. I mean, there's just no way it could have been without God's intervention or or somehow he opened the doors for me to get where I'm at. I mean, and that's, I guess, how I look at it. I mean, again, each person that was put in my place or in that path, everybody had a part in that. And it just door after door after door opened. And Mm -hmm. I know that's not how everything always works for people sometimes those doors are closed and it does take a lot more effort to open them and find out
1: that yes that actually was also supposed to be the way. Just like our dogs Marissa reminds us we too are created for a purpose. The route to our purpose may be a winding one but we can follow it if we keep our eye on the one who gave us the purpose to begin with. If you want to hear more from Marissa Klein Go to godinourdogscom forward slash listen, and her show is number 123. Our last lesson on following the leader is from Curtis Bissonette and talented hunting dog Chip.
4: And really most of my outdoor experience was with Chip, so I'm going to focus on Chip today. Chip was one of these dogs that, even though he was large, he was a 110-pound chocolate lab, so he, wow. was, he was an incredible dog, but he was a gentle giant. You know, if you ever see a big male, some of these dogs can be, have a disposition that are hard to train. Chip was much different than that. And so the bonding that I got to have with Chip and the intimacy that I got to have with him was special from the standpoint that he was willing to submit in his will to me and how I wanted to train and lead. And so a lot of what I think about, you know, from a a relationship with me and my dog and that spirituality that we have Um, And that connection that we have with a dog is me as the, the master wanting to train, we study how to train and we learn how to teach, but we have to spend time out in the field together to be able to build that bond and that trust with the animal. And in this case, Chip had the interest and desire to want to serve. He was a loyal companion. He always wanted to perform at his best. And to do that, we had to spend time together. So as a puppy, we began doing all the fundamental training where you have the feather on a stick and a string and you're pulling it out before he grabs it, or you have the water retrieve, or you have the blind retrieve, or you have the hand signals. So this experience that we had, truly, he had to learn me and I had to learn him. And so it was special in that respect. And that's really what elevated both of us because for me to have the experience that I wanted to have in the field... I needed to have Chip, and for Chip to really have the experience that he wanted to desire, he needed to have me, and together we elevated each other. It Mm -hmm. was a bond that was special, and he he was uh, definitely a loyal companion and a loyal friend.
1: Wow. I I can just see that. uh, It's almost like there are only two of you, but it's almost like there's an orchestra playing because you've got both of you, but then you have the the setting of nature and the, the changing like the wind might be a little bit different one day than another, and the water might be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. There's so many different factors, and you do have to work together a lot in order to be able to read one another and know how to respond.
4: Yes. Yes, we do. And when I think about Scripture, Genesis 126 comes into mind because it talks about that God created us in his likeness, and it also comes to say that God gave us dominion over creation and when i think about that relationship that i had with chip and that bonding that we had it, it's an experience that is special and and as we begin to grow in our hunting relationship you know the strength and performance that he had was incredible but also it's very similar to when we think about us understanding god and our Relationship with God, we have to spend time with the Lord. We have to bond with Him. And he created us in His likeness, which means He made us intelligent. He gave us morality. He gave us spirituality. He gave us the ability to have emotion, to love. And through all of that, it's really a bonding that we are to look to Him as our Master and we are to look to Him as our Lord, um, just like the dog looks to us. And through that obedience, that we have in pursuing Jesus as our savior and understanding who he is, we pursue that, we begin to elevate our existence and the purpose that we have because God's designed us in a very special way and he's purposeful about what he does as the divine creator. Just like a dog has a DNA and a genetic of chip, being a retriever is a very special purpose dog, Mm -hmm. but that connection doesn't break him of his will. All the hunters that are listening today know that if you have a dog and you have a dog that's genetically superior because of its breeding um, genetics, that dog will struggle unless he submits to the will of the master. Just like we as humans, when we think about our relationship with the Lord, we will struggle with that free will that God gave us and our unique creative intellect. But if we submit to him, we are able to elevate our existence and who God created us to be and we truly can become um, the, the full purpose of what God created us for. And I see that in Chip. I see that in the dogs that I see around other trainers. When they are bonded together and they are in unity, the performance level out in the field in the retrieve or in the point or in the you know, the the ability to seek and find, that that's really where the game gets elevated.
1: Just like Curtis and Chip. We can elevate our lives to fulfill our purpose if we follow the leadership of God. If you want to hear more from Curtis Bissonette, go to GodInOurDogs.com forward slash listen, and his show is number 113. Thank you, Raymond Ludsford, Agnes Hubbard, Marissa Klein, and Curtis Bissonette, for sharing your stories with us. The overall message to me in these stories is just like our dogs. It matters whose leadership we follow. Energy, enthusiasm, purpose, and alignment belong to us if we keep a watchful eye on God's leadership. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Following God as our leader brings peace, joy, purpose, and alignment. So my thought to ponder is... Are all the areas of my life filled with these attributes? If not, what do I need to pay attention to? And where does God need to be my leader? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com This is Meg Greer and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show later on our website or your favorite podcast site. In fact, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a show. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following helps the show spread the word about relying on God the way our dogs rely on us.
0: Discover a new
2: perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net.
4: Live or love the Western lifestyle, then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters IH10 and Bernie or wheelerstx.com.